Before we continue, one of the ways we keep all of our content for you, the listener, free of charge is our amazing sponsors, and today Anchor is one of those sponsors. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free, there's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcasts right from your phone or computer. Anchor is going to distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and everywhere podcasts are listened to, and you can even make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Welcome to the Popcorn Talk Network. For the online broadcast network that features movie discussion, news, and interviews, press one. Popcorn Talk. We talk movies. From the Popcorn Talk Network, the online broadcast network for movie talk, and the schmoes know, this is Marvel Movie News, bringing you the most up-to-date discussion and commentary within the Marvel Universe. Uh, I've got Dr. Strange on my shoulder. Thank you. He keeps falling. He, he keeps falling. He just wants to go places. He's very excited. He's in his astral form, and when that oh. happens, his body just flails all over the place. Anyway, uh, Excelsior to you, our Marvel listeners, our Merry Marvel Marching Society. Welcome back to our fourth no, show. it's the Merry Marvel I, Movie Society, you, so we don't get into trouble. You ju- you jumped on it. No. I was gonna I was gonna say that. Look, it's right there in my notes. It I don't th- really Thumper one seventy five. Uh, suggested on YouTube that we should go by uh, Mary Marvel Movie Society, not the Marching Society. That way we can maintain uh, that long name that so many fans hate. But that's why I got voted in. We have to keep it for the year. I have no opinion on the matter. Wow. <laughs> that's, a, that's strong. Well, wow. That's, yeah. I like the Movie Society. I think it's uh, it's a nice callback to yeah. an old school Marvel name, and it's a little bit more relevant to uh, to the show. It to is. Show. It is. Yeah. Yeah. you're not so, marching. No. At least no, not on air. I march all the way here, all the right, way from right. Pasadena. Yeah. No, we it's watched. a long march. Yeah. <laughs> uh, anyway, we are... <laughs> Jatar was like, all right, we're done with the show. Yeah. Thanks for taking Sorry up all the time. Uh, we are the Marvel Movie News, where we tell you all the news uh, from all the studios and why you should be as excited as we are. Subscribe to us on iTunes. You can find us at the Marvel Movie News or find us through the Popcorn Talk Network. Uh, you can also find us on YouTube or through the popcorntalknetwork.com website. So, uh, I'm Matt Key at the Matt Key. Meredith Placco at M Placco. And we've got two special guests because Cook is out on assignment, is what we're going to say. Alan Kistler at Sizzler Kistler. Adam Gertler at Adam Gertler. He uh, actually just came in early today. He's got the DC show in an hour, and he's like just sitting around. And we're like, "Come on, join I us!" I got the time wrong. Come I'm not here. gonna yeah, lie. Yeah, well, <laughs> you're, you're, you're a, a DC of, fan. In a display of solidarity, oh, what could I do for you? Oh dear God! What? Oh, oh dear God! God. It feels dirty, and I like it. Yeah. Oh my goodness! Did you goodness. bring another shirt for your show? Or are you going to wear that on your show? Of course I did. <laughs> <laughs> of course I did. Come on! Don't are be you, mad, are you, woman. Are you gonna Are you gonna change your shirt in front of us? Because oh, my my God, worry. that chest. Mm-hmm. Just put it this way. Stay tuned, guys. There will be wardrobe changes. I'm so excited. I'm so. <laughs> and I'm gonna you. leave it at that. Thank wow. you for joining us yeah, today. Thanks. Oh, you know show. what? Uh, I saw even... you out because I wanted to talk about this FF business. <laughs> oh, well, let's... What a thing to wake up to. Not to get yeah. ahead of ourselves, but don't... No, you're, you're, that's, that's what we're exactly, talking about. Yeah. You wake up, up in the morning and, like, you roll over and, like, the last thing you expected is, like, wait, oh, there's another... There's an image? 
there's a trailer. Yeah. Uh, yeah, like I'd heard, I'd read the news the day before, like, oh, we're getting a trailer tomorrow. So like, I woke, like, I wake up around like five forty-five or six oh. every morning, and I woke up and that's like, I literally typed that into my phone. I was like, is there, is there a Fantastic Four trailer already up? Oh my god, it is! And like, I watched, like, that's the first thing I did that morning. Crazy. So, uh, Fantastic Four trailer, let's hit it. What do we think? What do we think? I was very you, pleased you, with you it. You sought us out to come on, so okay, here's talk the big thing it. I wanted to say about it. Because we been, all have opinions. I've been looking forward to this movie. I have Since so you much were 12, faith. right? Yeah, well, since before that. Uh, I think the Walt Simonson run, that, that was like my big oh, run. Yeah. You know, it was so great. Sure. Like, Fantastic Four is the first family of the Marvel Universe. Everything ties back to them. When Spider-Man needed help with his alien symbiote costume, who do they go to? When Hulk's trying to get his stuff together, who do they go to? They go to Reed Richards. They go yeah. to the Baxter building. So this is an important property. It's unfortunate. I feel like the only studio that can handle the real tone of the Fantastic Four is Marvel. Yeah, but, agreed. Um, you know, Fox has done a great job. X-Men Futures Past was great. Kinberg has been doing a great job. Yeah. He's involved in Star Wars over here. He's involved in X-Men, and he's the guy who's really partially behind this. We were worried, particularly when we heard about Doom Blogger. But then the next day, the biggest threat to the country came in the form of an internet hack. Yeah. And the reality <laughs> of that threat became all too apparent. Yeah. So, so what you're saying Very is true. Sony actually tried to justify Fox's uh, uh, casting so, Sony, a- Sony yeah. accidentally made yeah. Doom no, 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 scary. No, 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 no. Fox hacked Sony oh. to prove the viability of the threat. You heard it here first. Wow. Breaking news. What, you have something to say, Scissor? I, I, I was just thinking smiling. about, like... I, I, I see was, your wheels turning. No, I was thinking about, like, should, should one of us say the opinion stated are not the opinions of... <laughs> <laughs> no, I they, actually, they say that at the end of the show. Don't worry. <laughs> no, that's a great point. And it's one of those things where, like, uh, I... Just just flat out, like, the atmosphere of the trailer, like, it really honestly wasn't that enticing to me. If it were an original movie, I might be mildly curious. But as Fantastic Four, there was actually... There was some... A couple things I thought were were cool looking, but on the whole, I was just thinking this isn't the atmosphere I was really hoping for. I yeah. was hoping for something sort of like Incredibles and meets Big Hero Six, where we're just a family rocking towards science and and really impossible science, not yeah. relatable you mean science, fantastic science, fantastic science. But the fact is, everyone involved here does good work. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. the the screenwriter, the director, the cast, they all do good work. So I can't write it off either. Yeah, right? exactly. So this might just be one of those where it's not my idea of the Fantastic Four. That doesn't mean it's not going to be a good movie. Yeah. No, exactly. And that's that's my opinion on it, too, is it it ended up looking better than I thought it would look. Mm-hmm. I was intrigued more than I thought I would be with everything that, like, all the negative press has come out before it and everything else. Sure. I was a little bit more like, oh, I don't know. I'm not excited about this. And then I saw that. So maybe I'm excited about the movie just because I went into the trailer with such low expectations and was and they were proven relatively right. wrong. You I know? think that was the case for a lot of people. Yeah, yeah I think so. So, yeah. Well, it's still a very well, generic trailer. Yeah. Well, that, and that's so that's my thing. Um you know, I was not expecting the trailer to be uh, what it was. It was a good trailer for a gritty sci-fi movie. Is it a Fantastic Four movie? Right. I don't know. I think I think you you actually nailed it earlier when you said um, something along the lines of like, I would really like this movie if it wasn't Fantastic Four. Yeah, um, like this isn't a Fantastic it, it, Four movie to me. And so I was so I'm, I'm relearning editing. So I pulled up Avid and I noticed some things about uh, the Fantastic Four trailer that reminded me of Interstellar. And I decided I was mm-hmm. going to do a supercut of the two trailers, which 
putting them side by side, it's almost the same trailer. Yeah. Uh, especially that cornfield. They really like that cornfield. What's with Shut- the cornfield in space movies all the time? Those now. are the uh, reshoots that Fantastic Four was just yeah. doing. They were like, we need to tie it back to the oh, cornfield. We need cornfields. Remember the Star Trek reboot? They had cornfields. We will have cornfields. Ha- you know what? You know what? I honestly think it is. I think that it's. Um, this heartland, very mm-hmm. earthy, yeah. it ground, America it grounds it. It's yeah, yeah it's small. We, don't, we yeah. haven't you know? identified with the heartland in decades as a as a culture. To be honest with you, well, um, don't. I want you to lie to me. Don't be honest I'm to sorry. me. Yeah, it's okay. <laughs> yeah. It's okay. but no, I mean, it's. I was surprised by the trailer. It looks like an interesting teaser trailer. I can't really tell what's going on sure. in the film, but it, it looks gritty. It looks dark. It looks like everything they said it was going to be. I'm just. I'm of the mindset that I like my comic book movies to feel like comic books. Okay, that's fair yeah. enough. I think it's definitely still early to tell. I yeah. think the most important thing to me, you would have lost me if Thing didn't look good. Uh, sure. Yeah. Okay? Sure, sure. And from all we've seen from Thing, and it's not a lot, it looks pretty cool. Like, yeah. I love the cut of, you know, his jib mm-hmm. uh, yeah. from that last shot. And that then when he's breaking shot. out of the rocks. Yeah. Um, you know, I, I just think, also, here, here's the thing, guys. This isn't like the popularity of Wolverine or Spider-Man, like Fantastic for has been a book that's been flailing for a long time in popularity. So, uh, clearly, they thought going the way that they had gone before was not the way to go, and so they wanted to try another direction. And as I said before, that's why I think, like, it's such a tough tone to nail. The only place I can see is Marvel Studios has that tone. Mm -hmm. I feel the same way about Spider-Man, by the way. I feel like, I want, you know, but, but I feel like Fox does great with the X-Men and I always as a collector I always felt like my X-Books were separate I always stacked them up in their own yeah. pile yeah. and all the other separate. books were separate so I, I mean look why not be optimistic why be yeah. negative and, yeah, yeah. and, and, and yeah. like they're, they're, it's a teaser yeah. I, I am really excited about the look when you brought the thing and then how Johnny Storm looked like the effects on it look like they're really pushing it and yeah, it looks and real it looks real I, I'll definitely give it that and I think like where we are with, with CG technology we're able to get things that maybe when they were finally told, yeah, and the, it, yeah it almost we looked like because it was so it, it almost looked like it was being, Johnny Storm was played mm-hmm. by a black actor which is probably just like you know part of like an early like a lot that of just your screen effects yeah. aren't like done yet but that was just your screen yeah, yeah. So, so weird right but which would Uh-oh. be weird, yeah. Oh, oh dear God. God. Jatarvis, what? Early. <laughs> An early Wow. What's up, Jatarvis? I have a quick... Uh, just all, can you guys talk a little bit about the original films of what you think they actually did get right or wrong? What? Are you talking about the I'm Corman films the or are you story. talking about I'm talking the Tim story. No, but we can talk one thing about Roger Corman, which tells uh, you please e- do. everything you need to know about that film, all right? That original film that was done just to keep the rights, there is a scene where the mole man uh, comes up with, like, chloroform grabs Alicia and so it switched to her POV and you saw like the room go dark and and she's blind oh that's you <laughs> you can't switch to a POV shot of her losing consciousness wow so that's wow. that's all okay. you need to know about the Corman okay film. so the Corman as for now, the now, earlier hit, movies uh Chris Evans Chris, Chris Evans, Evans was great as was awesome yeah. and Chickless was great as a thing but you I didn't like as a thing yeah I liked him as a thing mm-hmm. but you didn't have a story it wasn't a superhero story at the time like when when Mr. Fantastic is discovering his powers by reaching under a door to pull a handle like that's not freaking impressive <laughs> yeah like no honest, this is fan- what we would do like we would do yes, very banal but this is fantastic things. and then and oh. then it's also it suffered from what cer- certain superhero movies did where they they would stop certain events but we weren't seeing um really like huge heroic things proactive heroic things 
And the Simonson run, the original Kirby and Stan Lee run, it was just the most insane sci-fi comic that was coming yeah. out at the time. It was introducing the Kree and the, the Watcher the and Inhumans. the Scrolls, the Inhumans. And one of the first comics like, I read... Like, Fantastic Four in the 60s and 70s was... That, that was Marvel. That was like, the way. That was yeah, the way to was, go. Yeah. And one of the earliest Fantastic Four issues I read was the first page, opening page. Reed Richards is sticking his hand into a door and it's vanishing. And mm-hmm. Sue's walking in like, "What are you doing?" It's like, "Oh, I figured there must be subatomic dimensions existing with intangible objects, so I want to find out." I'm like, "That's amazing!" Hello. He is the Doctor Who of the Marvel universe, yeah. and that's the thing that's you got to go talk for. About it, yes. And the movie. Dismissed that out. It was it was trying so hard to make them human. It forgot that they were also supposed to be superheroes. It forgot that they were also supposed to be explorers and uh, super intelligent. And, yeah, yeah, and and Doom's Doom's whole character arc was weak as hell. You really didn't know what his deal was. Yeah. and then the second movie was really. I don't consider it a movie. The the, the Silver second, Surfer, the Silver Surfer one. Don't. It's I. It's, it's like it was sort of an. It's so segmented to me and just yeah. so terrible and yeah. like it doesn't know what it's trying to do except make yeah, money it doesn't know it's if not it's a, a Silver Surfer movie, movie or a yeah. Fantastic Four movie is this a story about establishing your identity or is this a story about an evil cloud it doesn't know you know what yeah. just you just remind me of and somebody evil got so excited cloud. about how you said the Doctor Who and how Reed Richards can kind of sometimes be kind of cold and so much yeah, in his own yeah. run mm-hmm. that makes me think of Miles Teller and Whiplash I haven't seen Whiplash Same, so. well he's a mm-hmm. genius yeah. he's basically a musical genius and he's socially pathetic He's very socially awkward, and so he misses Reed out. Richards. Yeah. So Reed Richards, yeah. exactly. No, no. The cast is excellent. Yeah. But I mean, I didn't even yeah. make that connection yeah. to right I, now. I'm like, I wow, think... that is really the kind of character he played. And like, yeah. guys I... that are that smart are not like the cool guys. Yeah. You know? yeah. Well, it's yeah. like Social yeah. Network. Yeah. Well, I like... mean, I mean, in Grant Morrison in, in his miniseries four, like, brought up Sue actually brings up to Reed. I think you might be uh, autistic or have Aspergers mm-hmm. because there are just parts of of you that are that process That's information really cool. differently. What is that in? That's in Grant Morrison's miniseries uh, 4 or 1, 2, 3, 4. I forget the exact Does title. Does that exist in any continuity? Yeah, it's the mainstream continuity. Okay. Yeah, cool. uh, Grant Morrison and Jay Lee. And and what do you think, what do you guys think about uh, Ultimate Fantastic Four? Because it seems like they're I, taking a lot of the inspiration I, from I didn't Ultimate. read anything past like the first like couple of trades of it. You know, like I, I read I like some of the Thanos stuff that yeah. they did like yeah. later on and like issues 40 or 50 or something like that. But I, I liked the first part and I liked like how they kind of updated it. I thought that was a cool yeah. updating. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm of mixed minds because on one hand, the updating sort of with what we know about science made a little more sense and gave a really nice new spin on why they would transform like this, like why the thing Mm -hmm. is like that. Yeah. On the the other hand, I think there's something so beautifully pure about having them in a spaceship launching. Like that's so pure, like 60s space race. Mm -hmm. And something that I wish America and the world would go back to is really like pushing the limit Mm -hmm. and exploring the stars. And so, so I sort of missed that visual. Yeah. It would be nice if we actually would get to a point where we would, in reality, land on the moon sometime in our life, too. Yeah. 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 As opposed to the staged. Right. Of course. Yeah. Of course. To the staged Obviously. version yeah. of it. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I, I'm, I'm just, you know, I, I do like the ultimate universe for what it is. It's definitely grounded. It was able to bring a lot of people who were turned off yes. by, by uh, comics to the Marvel fold. I think, you know, I think ultimately, Maybe, maybe them taking the time with the Fantastic Four movie, going back and doing reshoots, and maybe, maybe they addressed a lot of concerns. Maybe initially we had a lot of reason to be afraid, and I think now maybe they're like, no, we're going to make a good movie. We're going to make a solid movie. Yeah. We want to make a movie that all the fans, new and old, will appreciate. We're hoping that this is not the Fox Studios that gave us um, 
you know, uh, Wolverine Origins that movie yeah. that doesn't exist, and X Men Three. Like this yeah. is yeah. this is a studio I, I, that, in my I opinion, has righted the ship. They're yeah. they're catching up to what Marvel's mm-hmm. done. Like Marvel has like raised a new flag. They're and asking the, the right summit. questions. Yeah. Exactly. You know, you know, like you know, one one example is like I remember do, I actually did this on FX Movie Download, my show Friday nights on FX. Oh, uh, is that what you do? And, and like Laura Schuler Donner was like referring uh, to like how they got. We wanted to show how Logan got his jacket. And I'm like, oh, wow. Well, if that's your concern, you guys wow. are really The secret origin of Logan's jacket. I mean, like, it was a cool jacket in the first like, movie. But, but it would have been, but see, it would have been just as satisfying if the opening scene was him, like, good jacket. Yeah. And, and at, like, yeah. a, a Target. Yeah. Right. <laughs> I was about to say, let me tell everyone, I got this sweatshirt at Target. Excellent. Interesting. Very H&M, right? Here, H&M, right? This is, yeah. These are some I, good stories. I picked a fight yeah. with a homeless man. <laughs> that's a good okay, story. I want to hear that story. story. <laughs> uh, so... Uh, Fantastic Four. Yeah. Like we need to, we need to start moving on. But so okay. let's start wrapping that up. I'm uh, looking forward to it. I think, I think most people were pleasantly surprised. I think people were so hating that just the, the, just the. You feel like it was a blister that is like somehow the swelling has gone down or something. Like it was about to burst, and everyone's like, okay, well, that looked kind of cool. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like so. All right. So final thought on that. Do you have any final thoughts? Like, are you excited? Like, like, like I said, like my my initial reaction down? is is it's not. What I would have loved to have seen for the Fantastic Four, but I'm curious. Yeah, they all do good work, so I, I'll see it. I've I've got the same opinion there too. Like it was intriguing, uh, Meredith. You know, I'm not. I'll be honest. I'm not the biggest fan of the Fantastic Four comics, so I mm-hmm. think this gives me a clean slate. Sure. Jump into it, and I'm, after seeing that trailer, I'm excited. All right, I'm really excited for the good. Yeah, I'm in, I'm intrigued. It intrigued me. Yeah. Like I was like, oh, I actually kind of want to go see this the movie now instead great. of feeling like I have to because I do a Marvel mm-hmm. podcast. Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. You know, so uh, I will point out very quickly that mm-hmm. I think this is kind of cool. Uh, some people picked up on it. I think comicbook.com yeah. picked it up first. Uh, the scene where Sue Storm is at the computer bank and whatever else and you see some little bitty red mm-hmm. letters over on the mm-hmm. side. Uh, uh, 23.21.190.125 if you put that into Wikipedia or no, uh, put it into your a web Google browser search, address. Uh, mm-hmm. It'll bring yeah. up the Wikipedia entry for Latveria. You're so cool. It Ooh. is so cool. The nerd minds that, 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 that track that down. So, yeah. So cool. I, I, God bless all I want of them. Dr. Doom to be amazing. I love so Dr. Do Doom. I. He's okay. such a great character. Like, I just love that he's like technology and sorcery, like all look the same. Like, the, oh, yeah. that's so cool. Like, I love it. Yeah. I love it. Yeah. The whole trial and triumph with Dr. Strange, like that. Oh, that's a great. That's yeah. Mignola. No. Oh, one shot. my God. Yeah. Nip so Tuck good. Doom didn't work so well. No. Yeah. No. And again, he didn't have, he didn't have a, an understood power base. He didn't have a great motivation. He yeah. Was, he was like, I channel electricity. Like, like he was just what? a dick. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that was a superpower. He yeah. was a, he was a rich jerk. Yeah, yeah. Uh, anyway, so um, I think I think that's good. That's we yeah, we feel good on Fantastic Four. Yeah. All right, well, let's move on. Uh, X Men. We've got some new X Men casting. The thing that broke right after our show last yes. week. Yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> always something, right? There's always something. Why didn't like, you guys talk about this? Yeah, no, we like. Did you guys get the Sophie Turner news? No, did you guys get the Benedict Cumberbatch as Doctor Strange? Uh, we uh, that was we stopped twenty minutes ago. <laughs> like when when did did you did we ever tell you about that? Twenty two minutes after we stopped recording our show, they broke the news that Benedict Cumberbatch was Doctor Strange. I, I know that feel, brother. I know uh, that feel. It was the worst. Sucks anyway, every week. Uh, yeah, like that should be our question. Yeah. Like, yeah. what's gonna break? Like, <laughs> yeah, after our show, uh, Sophie Turner is confirmed as Jean Grey. Yay! Yay! Uh, yes. Ty mm-hmm. Sheridan as Cyclops and uh, Alexandra Ship as Storm. 
No, so I, no, I'm, I'm so I'm excited about Sophie Turner. I, I adore her as an actress. Maybe she's not like some of the other girls. I was kind of excited for a look and feel for Jean, but I think she's going to nail the character very well because, especially in the latest season of Game of Thrones, without going into spoilers, she undergoes such a transformation from that young, innocent, uh, wide-eyed dreamer, dreamer yeah, to into just a, a very into a hard, phoenix force. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So I think it's going to be great. Um, don't really know much about. Tie, but yeah, but I mean, she yeah. had that very same narrative and mm-hmm. arc in the in the comics. So, yeah, like, yes. uh, in, the, yeah. in the comics, but like in um, Game of Thrones. Well, yeah, mm-hmm. I mean, you've got, you've got someone who can play two things at once, mm-hmm. yeah. which is necessary for someone like Jean. Yeah, very which I, much. I hope this means eventually we will get to see a, a better Phoenix story out of. Oh, there God. was never there a was Phoenix never a movie. Phoenix story. There was never a Phoenix the movie. Phoenix Dark Phoenix is one of the greatest stories I've it ever is. read. It really is. Yeah. Um, I also thought we were kind of gypped by seeing an adult version of Jean Grey because so yeah. much of the X Men was their development as teens and mm-hmm. seeing them as younger characters. That's an interesting and, point. And, and developing, yeah. so I feel like we never really got that part of it. I always felt like what was great about the original X Men movies was like. There are moments and pieces, and, you know. Yeah. Now yeah. I'm like, want more cohesion. Well, that and that's interesting because I mean, people tend to forget, especially because the way they were drawn. But the Phoenix story, when it took place, Cyclops and Jean were supposed to be about 21, 22, mm-hmm. at most mm-hmm. twenty three years old, and I mean, they they were young. They yeah. were not, you know, in their thirties. Yeah. Like, yeah. they're just now getting into their 30s in the comic books, and it's like, how many yeah. years later since Although, the I don't know what book? they're going to do with this continuity stuff, though. Everyone's wondering, like, if it's taking place in the 80s, then where are we going? Are we I, only, are we ever going to catch back up? Or well, we... I think, I think we're, I think what we saw was, uh, with Days of Future Past was a divergent of worlds. Uh-huh. So I think the original, the uh, so three, it's a new timeline yeah, entirely. Yeah, time yeah it, I think they pulled yeah. a Star Trek. Mm-hmm. So, but, but can you ever, in, in a future sequel, does that mean that we're trapped in future X-Men movies to always be a couple that, of decades behind? That'll be the secret Wars movie. Yeah. Ah, <laughs> nice. I hope we get that. Uh, yeah, I'm not. I'm not too familiar with Ty Sher. Are you? Uh, you? I saw Mud. And yeah. Was he good in that? He's great in it. Oh yeah, yeah Mud is really. Good. I mean, he he looks the part. He looks great. Like for Cyclops, I think Ty Sheridan. Mm-hmm. But I, I'm not too familiar I feel with like him. He I never was saw so Mud. young in Mud. Though. That's gonna be a really young Cyclops. Yeah, that's the well, thing the, with these, these young actors. Yeah, they're, they're all really young. Yeah. Yeah. It's the '80s, man. Get yeah. with it. <laughs> Uh, I'm, uh, and Alexander Shipp, I, I don't. She, she, you know, she did a voice in the Chipmunks movie and a couple of things here there. But I missed that. I'll, I'll be honest. She what I'm most Storm. excited about is she's going to be in the NWA biopic Straight Out of Compton coming out no. this year. <laughs> I will watch that I'm, with thank you. you. I'm so I'm excited so, for that. So no, ready yes. For this. So, but I think she'll be. I think, and I think we'll, we might get a Mohawk Storm out of it. I think we will. I really hope I so. Hope I would effing really, love that. I would love that. Like she's so. So cool. I feel like we're going to get that. We, everyone wants it so it much. Everybody wants it's it. It's the 80s. 80s. Yeah. That's like, where, that's where Mohawks belong. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, anyway, so that's very mm-hmm. exciting. We're all, we're all excited about that. Uh, Fox also has confirmed that there's an X-Men TV show in development. Probably not going to get anything close yeah. to it until, like, 2017 because they're still figuring out the narrative. Yeah. And the Don't they have to make it. play nice with Disney to make this happen? No. Disney I, what, has the but, TV rights. Yeah, I think Disney For has. X-Men? Yeah, Disney I has think the Marvel TV Disney rights. Disney has oh, the TV rights. They yeah. have right. film rights. Yeah. So I, I think like the, uh, I read a story earlier this week that said that they uh, have actually been in talks and they're actually working together oh. on this. Well, I want to make it happen. I'm, see so. how people can play together, Sony. <laughs> what I mean, <laughs> learn see, from them. See how good well, it works. I'm just curious if they're going to do like X Men. 
from what we see from the films or if they're going to do something different like an X-Factor. See, this is what or, I, I would love to you know, see. I would love to see like X-Factor mm-hmm. investigations I would or X-Force. kill for Peter David's X-Factor. Yeah. Oh, exactly. Yes. Oh, exactly. God. See, He'll like, write mul- scripts, man. Oh, my he God. Does. Like, see, yeah. see mul- multiple man, by the way, top five favorite comic book characters for me. Great oh, character. Great. Yeah. Like, but we like, get when- it. It's that run. It's that Peter David run, who, by the way, like, again, my what favorite. was that, 2005, I think? Vo- yeah, uh, yeah, volume, yeah. Volume three. My favorite yeah. comic probably of all time as a kid was, like, his whole run on Hulk. Like, yeah. that was the prime, like, so from good. McFarlane Hulk yeah. to Grey Hulk to fix it to, to when he, you know, with the, the uh, um, you know, when he was the smart green Right, guy. when I mean, the Gestalt Hulk. Yeah, it was yeah. all Peter David. Like, that was it. That is yeah. my Bible of Hulk. And that's why he's probably still one of my favorite characters. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. No, Peter David has, like, such this wonderful humor to him. Peter Peter David is a writer for yeah. comic books. Yeah. For he's, he's written a couple dozen of Star Trek novels. Yeah. And, and he is great. prolific. Also, he's, he's Supergirl, just a phenomenal Aquaman. person. I actually I've met him yes. once. Yes. Yeah, I had a chance I've, to interview him way back no. in the day, and he's just funny and on point, no. and I love him. So, and no, I, I know Peter, and he's he's a he's a good guy. His wife's a kick. We, yeah. we've, we've been on roast together against other Star Trek writers. Oh like, my gosh, that's so fun. It's fantastic. Yeah. If you're listening to the show, which we hope you are that makes no sense that's like those that gets into some weird metaphysical philosophy yeah, if, what if i just said yeah if you're listening to the show welcome to night <laughs> is uh, it uh is read it, pick up a peter david comic book was it milgram that was doing the art for that who was doing the art al milgram that? did for a while and then dale kwan okay yeah um yeah, that was really interesting, and I think that's the, the idea. Is like, don't try to out, outdo the effects that you do in a big budget film. It's got to be more character based, more story based. Yeah, much like the the Generation X show that was. Uh, like, the, uh, the oh, I remember God. the ads for that going like, "It's it's uh, oh, what was it like? It's it's Star Trek meets Nine Hundred Two and O." And I was like, "This is uh, not no, I don't, no, I don't no, think, no. I don't think you watched this the pilot, sir. <laughs> <laughs> that show was awful, and I loved it because it was like. I was getting a live action. Right, no, because that was all we had. We yeah, were hungry. Yeah. We were hungry for our yeah. geek to be in live action. Uh, uh, yeah, no, I, I would love to see X Factor. Yeah, I would. Yeah, that that or give us X Force, but it has to be on like AMC. Yeah, or like, or freaking. Oh, yeah. you, you could cool. also do. You could also do the NYX. The 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 oh, where yeah. it's like Bishop and others being the cops in Alphabet City and Mutant Town. <laughs> Checking out, like, oh, these mutant uh, gangs, they don't oh. they get blamed see, all the time. Do you guys want to see any connection with the film universe, or do you want to see Fox I would, do I, something different? I would think there would have to be yeah, a connection. In the, the way that Shield, be, yeah. in the way that S.H.I.E.L.D. and Carter connect to the, the film yeah. universe there. Interesting. So then yeah. the question would be, would, would the show happen mm-hmm. in modern times or in old times? And no, you could modern have the, times. Modern. I want I our prefer modern. modern. I want our modern. Also, you're, you're going to be spending enough of the yeah. budget on powers. You don't want to so spend it would be more the budget future, on like, It would be the future of what the current films right. are, yeah. is what right. I'm saying, which is interesting. Because I, I don't know. Cause so the, so the, sneaking in Bishop and Cable yeah. could have really interesting ramifications. Yeah. Because a lot of places. I'm a little, I have a disconnect. Rachel Summers? Yes. Yes. Oh, yeah. Be, um, with DC, I have a disconnect because their TV shows do not connect to the film yeah, universe, correct? And that's always correct. been DC's okay. thing. DC's thing correct. has always been multiverse, multiverse, multiverse. There's mm-hmm. so many continuities. It's like almost like Is anything. that what they're doing? Are they going to do they're... like a convergence yeah. like 10 years from now? No. no. Like, multiverse is just a, is, is Bell, a way like, of saying like, eh, we don't have to make it all tight. Yeah. yeah. That works. No, I agree. I agree. Which I think is fine. Yeah. Uh, so uh, Fox, uh, the yeah. the TV show. Do we want to talk about that anymore? Like, do we have any other teams, no, any I other characters want we want to throw I, out? Yeah, I want more Nightcrawler. Yes, please. Nightcrawler please. is my boy. 
Top five he for needs me. To top be, five. He just he needs more attention. Was, is I all really, I'm saying. And and Kitty Pride. He just needs his own like. He just needs something of his own. Yeah, I, I want more Colossus I, too. I, want, like, I feel so gypped on Colossus. Oh, no. I mean, freaking! I I want a Nightcrawler, Wolverine, Psylocke road trip movie. All right, <laughs> is what I'm asking for. Yes. and you can have them like yes. run into the most random mutants on their road trip across America. You can do the good version of that Gambit. Would be great. You I can w- bring in the Silver Samurai, not a robot, but like what? the real Silver the Samurai. Samurai. Yeah. You know, I would frickin- just be happy with uh, the swashbuckling adventures of Nightcrawler yeah. on a pirate ship. Yeah, yeah. yeah. oh, when he was, was a space great. pirate, that was yeah. an amazing was issue. Awesome. What was the? What's the team? Oh, Excalibur. Yeah, Excalibur. Excalibur. Yeah. Well, yeah, no Although they did get kind of yeah. weird. Like, it's <laughs> a little weird. Captain Britain? Uh, who's got the rights to Captain Britain? Probably Fox. Yes. I would imagine Ooh, Fox. I don't know. I would think Marvel. Excalibur? But he was existing before Excalibur. Did and he was part of Marvel UK. He was part of the Marvel UK line. Who loves Captain Britain? And that's also <laughs> that's also where we got six one six when mm. Alan Moore was writing Captain Britain and he was really? meeting with Captain Britons of the other universes. They each had a designation, and that's where we got six one six. Oh, that's awesome! Whoa. All right, well, so Fox is yeah. doing a TV show. Deadpool also. Uh, Ryan Reynolds. Uh, Came out and said that uh, it looks awesome and he's excited about it and he's got the right team and they don't have a big budget on it and that he thinks that that's going to which means what seventy five million dollars yes. yeah right uh, that he he thinks that's going to make it even better I just think so, that means we won't see fake killing they're just going to get people and actually he'll murder yeah, real yeah. people that's the way to do it right? I mean practical I, is the I, way to I go yeah, practical hope is the way so. to go so we'll just get some squibs and some uh, guys I gotta say I go back and watch that test footage all the time oh it's so it's fun so it's good. Like one of the yeah. best it's comic so book fight fun. scenes I've ever yeah. seen. What's what's the very end where he goes hi Tom or whatever it is? Yeah. Like, I love that. It's so good that nothing could be more than singing "Damn, I wish I was your lover" <laughs> while he's getting beat up. Like, I, I'm excited because I think Ryan Reynolds is legitimately excited to be he Deadpool. Is. No, he loves this he, character. Yeah, as opposed to his uh, other superhero foray. Right. Um, you can you can tell when Ryan is yeah. being diplomatic and when he's totally yeah. into it. Because yeah. I mean, when X Men Origins Wolverine came out. When people asked him about Deadpool, he would just very diplomatically say, well, this isn't Deadpool's story, so <laughs> the focus isn't really on him. Mm-hmm. And yeah. if we do a movie later, hopefully the focus will be, and it would be a different kind of thing. He was actually like, funny in that movie, though, when they let him talk. Yeah. In the, yeah. in the five that. minutes where he got to be the best part of the movie. Yeah, yes. yeah. he was the best thing yes. about that movie that was he, worth watching. He was better in the, trail, in, in the TV spot yeah. for yeah. Deadpool than... Most of the movie was. Oh yeah, definitely. Like, yeah, it was ridiculous. I, mean, I went that... to the movie hoping to see more of him, and then was like hyper disappointed yeah. when yeah. they sewed his mouth shut and turned yeah. him into like yeah. this. Yeah, like, I was just like, if, the if, Mark without a mouth. If yeah. anything <laughs> is more symbolic of not getting a character, it's sewing <laughs> Deadpool's mouth shut. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then like he can't heal past it. Like he can't like yeah yeah, no. yeah. what a oh, mess. And it, did you know that the origin of Blob was because he called him Wolverine called him Bub? Did you know that that was a fact? What? Yeah. Well, in, in the movie, movie. Did, in the movie they did that. He's oh, like, I, hey Bub. He's like, did you call me Blob? No, <laughs> I totally I, forgot. I that. Said I've written that off. I, I actually was not allowed to watch Wolverine Origins. My friends were like, you cannot watch this. You will murder people. Mm-hmm. So I went for a good five years without having seen it. And then I was, uh, it was on HBO before True Blood. And, and your I friends weren't around. My friends weren't around. I tuned in an hour early and I saw the last hour of that film. I actually flipped a table, but I was also yeah. really drunk. And at the time you I were like, like taking that. like super <laughs> Yeah, I wish this had been recorded. I yeah. know. Uh, so anyway, his, uh, I pulled Mary up his exact quote. goes into a berserker rage, <laughs> really which we've never actually seen in any of the films. Like, 
so yeah, uh, right. Ryan Reynolds <laughs> said, uh, it's been a long time. It's happening the right way. That's all that matters. You have to have uh, faith in the people you're working with on the, and the prep. On this one, the prep's been 11 years, uh, so you'd think we'd put our best foot forward. So I think he's he's very excited. I'm excited. Yeah. I'm, I love I'm the excited. air of humility that is around him and the film. It almost seems like his career has like mirrored the uh, the arc of the film. Like he was super cocky, super mm-hmm. hot. He's had a couple of flops. He's really not at the height. Of, he's definitely on you know and down on his arc. This is a film that if it's good, it's going to put him right back where he was. Yeah, and mm-hmm. and it could really satisfy fans. I think yeah. everybody needs yeah. this film to really happen big. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I totally agree. I'm so, uh, so that's it for mm-hmm. Fox. That's a lot of news for Fox. Yeah. A lot of Fox. Thank you, Fox. And now we get to go over to Marvel, where we've got a lot of news there too. So, uh, we've oh, got Daniel Bruhl uh, has confirmed uh, to be uh, Baron Zemo. Yes. Well, that's official. That's, that is it, official. That is official. It is confirmed. Yes. Empire Online uh, confirmed that. The, the 13th, is, I believe. My guess is he's going to be... Lord Bar- Baron Zemo the 13th. Yeah, I think he's Helmut, gonna, Helmut versus uh, Heinrich, Heinrich, which is his dad. Zemo's one of your favorites. You want to take I this and run? I love Zemo. Mm-hmm. Take it and run, man. But, which is... It's one of those characters that I love, and despite the fact that half the time they don't write him well. Uh, <laughs> yeah. That's true. Yeah, you because know, the, original, the original was a retroactive villain. Um, where he you mean the Captain America Death Rocket? Right, right. Yeah. Because because when when Stanley and Jack Kirby were bringing back Captain America, they were inventing this new thing of what had happened to him during the forties, and there was this Nazi dude, and in the same month that he showed up in Avengers as leader of uh, the Masters of Evil, the original Masters of Evil, Zemo he's he's there, and Captain America's like, oh my god, it's Zemo! And then that same month, he was appearing in Sergeant Fury and his Howling Commandos. Which took place during World War Two. Yeah. So you immediately that same month had a retroactive. He's been around for decades. He's still here. This terrible Nazi, and it just brought up all this great history between them. That first year and a half of uh, the first two years of Avengers, he's basically the arch enemy. Yeah, he's he's, in, he's everywhere. He's in, in the half the stories against the Avengers until he dies. But is that Heinrich or Helmet? That's Heinrich. That's and Heinrich. Then Helmet didn't show up until about. Uh, Eight years later, mm-hmm. and it was a one-off adventure where he was supposed to die at the end, where he he called himself Phoenix, and he's like, "You killed my father, and I'm going to get revenge." Oh no, I fell, and he fell into this vat. Awesome. And then yes. nine years after that is when they brought him back as the new thirteenth Baron Zemo, and he couldn't and, get the mask off because the the bat. Well, no, that was the first. Was that was the first one. Oh, the could, second one could get his mask off, and his but he was just terribly scarred. scarred. Yeah, yeah, and and uh, he. He immediately became a personal enemy of Captain America because he was he was attacking his best friend from childhood, Arne Roth, who was also gay, and he was really hating him because of you know being an abomination in his yeah. mind because he's a freaking Nazi like yeah. his dad. Mm-hmm. Uh, but then they had a few stories where they didn't really know what to do with him. Then they had Avengers Under Siege where he laid a smackdown because he was the first guy to think, why is my villain team only as many members as the Avengers. Why don't I get yeah. like 20 villains at yeah. once yeah. and overwhelm them? And they did it, and even though his team lost, he still had a victory because he found Captain America's locker, took the last remaining personal items he had been able to preserve yeah. since no, the 1940s, I remember that. yeah, that's awesome. and ripped them apart. He ripped a apart his personal photos his last photos he'd had of his mom that makes me so he, angry he ripped he's them apart he's a bad guy yeah. he's such then, a good bad guy yeah then they didn't know what to do with him again for a while then Thunderbolts Kurt Busiek made him this guy who thought wait why am I obsessed with Captain America this world belongs to me I'm just better than everyone and put him on a whole new path so he's he's a villain that I really there's something sort of uh 
it's it's the Nazi thing, so there's just a pure unapologetic evil there, but there's also like this classiness about him where like Doom tries to be classy, but he's a thug, and we know yeah. that. Aww. And oh poor Doom. No, he is. There it is. And, poor and, Doom. and Zemo Zemo <laughs> like has that sort of aristocratic evil uh, thing to him. Plus, he's got a sword. I automatically like you better if you've got a sword. That's why you love Nightcrawler. So do we think I he's going to be tied to Hydra in the movies, or how do you think? Oh, we're I'm sure. I mean, they did that in the cartoon Earth's Mightiest Heroes, yeah. where where Zemo showed up and the Hydra troops automatically deferred to him, even though they had another leader. It's like, well, but this is Zemo. Like, holy crap! Like, the only the Red Skull yeah. was worse than him. Right. So, so I'm sure there'll be some kind of. They could do a, a thing that they've done in the comics a few times, where Hydra kind of splits off into different. Factions, yeah. depending on who they want to follow. Well, that's, I mean, that's what Leviathan kind of ended up, mm-hmm. right? Right, but like yeah. Leviathan. And, and I mean, well, AIM uh, originally was was part of Hydra, and then they split yeah. off to follow Modok. So yeah, there are lots of mental ways. organism designed only for killing. Yeah, <laughs> Modok, one of the best creepy Kirby I, I saw, villains I saw someone, ever. I saw someone suggest that Brian Cranston should be Modok, and it uh, made my head I, implode. I kind of want I Patton would, Oswalt. Oh my god. Oh, oh, he's already God. in the Marvel universe. I don't yes. give a crap. Well, I, I actually I don't wanted. Give a... um, uh, that's why I wanted. Oh, I'm blanking on Tyrion Lannister's Peter Dinklage. Peter Dinklage. Peter Dinklage. Oh, he would have also made an awesome Modok. He would make an awesome. He's hilarious Modoc. when yeah. you get to let him just be just P-dinks. like go yeah. Pedinks. That's uh, what we affectionately yeah. call him in so, our circle. You know? uh, so Daniel Bruhl is Baron Zemo. That's very uh, exciting. Yeah. He's, he's a great actor. He mm-hmm. is so, but that means because he's also supposed to be in. Doctor Strange, like he's rumored to have a, a relatively large part in Doctor Strange, so uh, that means that we're going to have Baron Zemo and Doctor Strange. How does that play out? I I love that because again, Zemo once they figured out the the grander scope he could play on in Thunderbolts, he deserves to be on a wider stage. I actually yeah. think Marvel has not taken advantage of him most of the time in the comics since that first fifty issues of Thunderbolts. They've kind of let him flounder around. At times they played with him as maybe being an antihero, and I no, I don't think that works. He needs to be a world class level threat. You're yeah. absolutely right. And this is like and it's and it's an earthbound threat and that's yes. why we don't really have yeah. that by them crossing the franchise's earthbound threat yet. Yeah. You know, you've got Loki out there, but like Loki is kind of like he's like chaotic. Yeah, we don't really now. have yeah. a lot of I was trying to think of if you were trying to do a Thunderbolts Marvel movie, like who do you have to grab now who isn't dead or would be at all yeah. remotely mm-hmm. connected to Earth. There's like the abomination somewhere in a cell. Yeah. And there's Whiplash. Well, who needs a total redesign, too, on his character? Yeah, well, yeah, yeah, yeah. He needs the ears. I'm sorry. I, I, I get why they were doing it. No, he needs the ears. He needs the ears. But, you know, and, and I love the idea of them possibly bringing in the Thunderbolts down the line. Because yeah. I want to see... I want to see... It won't be Osborne, obviously, but I want to see his version of the Avengers with the Dark Avengers. Right. right. I, I mean, that's like just one of my fangirl dreams. Um, bullseye. Also, yeah, Bullseye. Uh, Carla. And now they would. Kind, I would. I would imagine like they Marvel have the rights Suicide to Squad. Too. Exactly. Yeah. That yeah. I think it would be Marvel. Got to bring it back to DC. Yeah. Jerk. Just saying. Yeah, jerk. <laughs> uh, so uh, yeah, but I I think that like maybe uh, I know Baron Zemo's had like uh, interaction with like the Nornstones and stuff like that, right. like in, right. the, in the animated show, uh, and also in the Ultimates he. Uh, uh, and, and, and Loki, in the like, Thunderbolts comics yeah. as well, he got some yeah. cosmic powers here and there. Uh, actually, through yeah. like the Bloodstones or something right. like that, yeah. right? right? So I, I think that there might be something along those lines with Doctor Strange. Mm-hmm. like Which I'm cool so, with. Yeah. I'm totally cool with that. Because, again, it's just, it's such a terrifying idea of like anyone with even a, uh, an ideology similar to the Nazi party 
would get access to cosmic power. That's yeah. terrifying. Terrifying. So moving on to yeah. Civil War. Oh, I, was, uh, we, I was actually saying we could just nix that and skip. Oh, fine. well, That's let what me. The X means. The, uh, in Captain America, here, the, so, uh, a movie casting org uh, has a synopsis. In Captain America Civil War, billionaire Tony Stark is pitted against Captain America, uh, and an ethical face-off over the U.S. government Superhuman Registration Act, which requires all superpowered individuals. So it's the, it's what, it's what we, we kind of suspected. Yeah. But so. it, it just kind of shows some firm, uh, a little bit yeah. firmer footing yeah. on what we're planning to do. So it's not just an argument of who is the better Sherlock Holmes. Yeah. Yes. Uh, <laughs> so uh, Doctor Strange news: We've got Shiwatel Ejiofor and talks for a role in Doctor Strange. I always love to hear Doctor Strange news. My <laughs> first thought uh, was uh, that, like, are they going to try and bring in like Brother Voodoo, or are they going to do uh, something with? Um, are they going to do like a, a different race version of Wong or the Ancient One? Like, I would be okay with any of those. But then Meredith comes in with Dormammu. I would be all for Chiwetel playing Dormammu. Holy crap! Mm-hmm. What a what a he's a all great threat. That. He's a great. I mean, the the operative he played in Serenity was mm-hmm. so good. Mm-hmm. Was so yeah. good. So good. So what, cold. What a what a terrifying face of evil. He is and. That's- and and I think you seeing yeah. him as, like, say, Wong or, or maybe even a, a good guy would just be a, a waste of how it would be. good no, he is. He's got to be a guy. villain. He's got to be a villain. villain. Yeah. Let him have some teeth. He, he mm-hmm. was so good in Serenity. I finally watched all of Firefly and Serenity within the past 12 months. I finally yeah. mm-hmm. just did it. And, and they yeah. really put the cherry on the top with that movie. It's a shame more people didn't see it. He's a tremendous actor. Um, I was also saying Mordo, who's another big uh, uh, villain, you know, like totally possible. But somebody big that can stand opposite Benedict, Benedict. Cumberbatch, exactly. And I think that's why they're and not being blown at him, like, off when, the screen. Yeah, I think when, he, when she said Dormammu, I think I, he, like, I think he can he can fill that role yeah. very yeah. well. And I think Dormammu's the right type of character we need Doctor Strange to go up against. They've got yeah. Dormammu. Yeah. Like it's gonna be Dormammu and, and Baron Mordo. Like it's got it. Mm-hmm. Either that or they're going completely with into Shambhala and we're gonna get like some yeah. weird stuff. I don't think it's gonna be Wong. I think the name right there implies yeah. you probably should cast cast an Asian actor. Yeah. yeah. I mean you would there, think. there's so much talk about yeah. we One need think. diversity that that Robert, might be I'm all for diverse yeah. casting. John Cho yeah. is yeah. Wong. Oh by the way, you know what'd be nice. great as Wong? The guy who on Banshee that plays. Oh, have you not I haven't seen, seen Banshee? Oh, yeah, God, you got to see Banshee. So, like, I don't even know the character's name, but he's basically um, the the main character. He's like the computer guy. They're, they're all like crooks. They're they're master criminals. But there's this guy. He plays kind of like a a, 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 a gay sassy character, but he's brilliant, oh and he's God. also bald and Asian. And looks now like I kind of want Wong. Wong to be gay and sassy. Like he could be. I would really like. He could that. be a little sassy. Yeah, I like when certain writers make him sassy, and yeah. I'm all for that. Uh, so. One of our uh, uh, Danny B reviews on uh, YouTube asked, uh, "Who's uh, Thermamu?" Uh, I think Dormammu. He, it's Dormammu. I, I don't know if he's playing with us uh, by saying the name wrong or not, but uh, maybe we're saying it poorly. So sorry about that, Danny. Uh, Dormammu is the uh, demonic leader of the Dark Dimension. He's one of the most powerful cosmic entities in the Marvel universe. He's basically a demon lord. He's a demon lord, and he's one of like Doctor Strange's biggest arch mm-hmm. villains yeah. and yeah. nemeses. So what, what I love—he's got the flaming head. Yeah, he's got, he's got right. a flaming, flaming head, head. But not human torch head. head. Yeah, right. torch head. But that's the only part. Mm-hmm. So. No, no. I mean, what I what I also loved about Dormammu's uh, battles with Doctor Strange, at least in the original, like Stan Lee, Steve Ditko days, was although they both had this power, they they would kind of settle it by just 
getting into a fist fight and they yeah. would like get these magical like blades on their yeah. hands and just go at each other and I and he would get ticked if some other guy's like I got him for you it's like no this is our fight yeah like again you've got this sort of aristocracy to it which I thought was really entertaining yeah and uh, I will say going along with Dormammu it was in issues 127 and 128 of Strange Tales I believe where uh, they had their first fight with Dormammu, and mm. that's where Doctor Strange first got the Eye of Agamotto and the Cloak of Levitation. See, and right, we get some backstory because I think so, like, Doctor yeah. Strange is a was, character that we because he didn't have those original. Yeah. You know? How yeah. long before he had the Cloak of Levitation? He premiered in issue one ten, so okay. like uh, like fifteen twenty issues. He just had a blue cloak. It's like no two amulet. or three years. I can't. I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm off. It's like two or three page, years worth because so. it was yeah. like they would do one every other month at the time, right? right? right. Yeah. So yeah. Uh, anyway, so thank you for that question, uh, good sir. And we are going to continue to move on because we're quickly running out of time. <laughs> do we want to so. do uh, Elizabeth? Oh, we have five minutes. Oh, right, do we no. want to do Elizabeth Olsen or do we want to jump to Netflix? Uh, okay, well, let's just say as far as Elizabeth Olsen goes, uh, she's talking about Scarlet, Scarlet Witch's powers. powers. She just says it's almost in our origin story, so we don't want to have one of those uh, montages where heroes learn all their powers in five minutes. She goes on to say we are still discovering the things that we can and cannot do. The extent of her powers <laughs> isn't fully explored in Ultron, but she can manipulate objects. She has visions and she has the ability to share them. So, so I think that's it's very know, yeah. And we've known that she like we've speculated that yeah. she does visions based it, on it other stuff. So this confirms along, yeah. that yeah. she does. Do so visions. a lot of the things that we've seen in the Age of Ultron trailer it backs it up. That's could she's be, just backing this up. Could be up, like yeah. if if things go wrong, this is what happens to your world. Yeah, yeah. So that whole Hulkbuster fight could be not in reality. Well, I think yeah. that's which, totally. Which I'm I, think I think it's totally real. I think it so, is. Uh, but let's jump over to Netflix where we've got some Jessica Jones casting news. Yeah. First so of all, much. breaking just today, Rachel Taylor was before uh, our show. Before our show, we caught it. Something amazing will break five minutes after. But Rachel Taylor was cast as Patricia Walker, aka Hellcat. Yeah. yeah, very exciting. On what for on, on uh, Jessica, Jones. Jessica Jones? Oh, very for yeah. Netflix. Yeah, she'll so, be exciting. taking the role of um, of Jessica's best friend, which is normally uh, Miss Marvel in Alias. Carol, yeah. in, the, in the comic book yeah. uh, that Bendis wrote, Alias, the best friend was Miss Marvel. Right, so, Carol Danvers. Movie, yeah. so. But so they're bringing in Hellcat to fill that role. So. But this is exciting. Yeah. It's very exciting. Very exciting. Very exciting. Uh, so, uh, but also we've got uh, exciting news that David Tennant joined the cast of Jessica yes! Jones as Kilgrave. <sighs> Purple the Man. Doctor. I'm so the, the excited doctor. to have Tennant involved. I know. I know. And, oh. and, and he's, he's such an evil villain. He's yeah. like, I don't even think that he's a villain. A I don't bit. consider him a villain. I consider him below. Vi- like he's sub villain. Like he's. Mm-hmm. Like I can't even say what he is. Like he's he's just scum. He's yeah. just scum. I got such yeah. a geek chub seeing him show up in the day of the doctor special. <laughs> yeah, when yeah. he came back and was the doctor again, I was yeah. like, Dad! yeah. I mean, I'm really excited to see Tenet play a bad guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. We, we An saw apologetic bad guy. Yeah, yeah. and we, we saw him in uh, the Harry Potter movie, the the Goblet of Fire. Barty Crouch Jr. Yeah, but for like a minute. Yeah, but for a minute, like yeah. He, yeah. like he just get. No, I'm I'm. Thing, but like I'm excited to see mm-hmm. this, and he'll yeah. he's gonna chew it so well. Yeah. Like oh my god, I can't wait. Yeah, no, I'm really looking forward to this. He's a great actor, and he's and, fantastic. He's, and I love that he likes to stretch his roles because Broadchurch is such a very different character to him. Yeah, and and, and good for him because you've got certainly a fan base who who keep arguing, but I want to see him be the Doctor again or someone like the Doctor because I love the Doctor. It's like yeah, but he's an actor yeah. and he should play. Yeah. Yes. So don't don't put your values mm-hmm. of the Doctor on Kilgrave. Kilgrave's going to be evil. <laughs> he's yeah, gonna he's going to be everything you think about evil. the Doctor. Yeah. To be honest, he will be absolutely evil. So yeah. and don't justify it. Yeah. Social if, media. If, if anything, that 
how much we know him as the doctor, his charm, mm-hmm. that charm that this guy can exude. Yeah. That yeah. turned around yeah. for Dark. Like the yeah. exact be, opposite. It's going to cut you even like more. Like Blackpool. So yeah. if you, uh, we've talked about Purple Man on the show before, but if this is your first time ever listening, Purple Man has the, the ability, his, his skin is purple because of the pheromones that he has in his skin, and he can exert his will over yours and make you want to do what he wants you to do. So it's not only mind control, it's I want you to kill Alan, and therefore you're like, yeah, I want to kill Alan. And yeah. then you yeah. kill him. You know, like, he is evil, and he uses it for an awful, He awful makes things. you want to do the thing that he wants you to do. Yeah. 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 He is just base and awful, and yeah. Oh, yeah. he wrecks Jessica Jones's life. Like, yeah. Yeah. He, he is present from the very first issue, though you never see him until one of the last. It, it's and it's an exciting prospect these Netflix shows because you're going to be able to delve uh, into the psychology of a character that you just yes. don't have time to do in these great oh, so huge fun. films. This is honestly yeah. so why I want to see more exploration via this this sort of format because the movies, as fun as they are, oftentimes are trying to shove two major stories into one mm-hmm. two hour right. thing, yeah. and it's just these are it meant to be serialized. Yeah. These exactly. are meant to be serialized characters. The best parts of Captain America: Civil War, which is one of my favorite. Marvel movies are those little moments like with the notebook and the jogging and those yeah. little character mm-hmm. moments. That's what, what everything else is built on, you know? When they're when they're landing on the uh, on the on the carrier and they're still arguing about the dates. Like that's yeah. the stuff yeah. that humanizes all this yeah. stuff. Okay. So uh, we've got to wrap it up. Yeah. Uh, we so no no time for uh, questions and answers. We oh, apologize to you. Sorry, sorry guys. Uh, and uh, since Matt Cook is not mm-hmm. here and it was his question that he asked, we'll hold that over until next week to the talk uh, talk about your favorite defenders teams. Mm-hmm. Uh, but we will remind everyone that next week we're going to be tossing out our Wizard World question of the week, which is uh, our prize sponsor, Wizard World. Mm-hmm. We'll give you two free tickets to any one of their shows, uh, so long as you can get there and provide your own uh, room and board. board so, yeah. But you'll, we'll get you in the door. Uh, so we will be asking that question next week and be giving out that prize in February. Uh, but... That's our show for today. That's a what is that fourth or fifth show of the of the year so it's far? It's in our seventeenth show. In- so, oh. We are moving right along. Wow. So uh, thank you, Adam. Yeah, thank you, Adam, for coming uh, in. Oh, DC Comics! Oh, 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 get, 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 get out of here! Get out! Get out! Get out of here! Uh, special thanks to our prize sponsor, Tours of World Conventions. Uh, they're in Madison, Wisconsin next week. Then it's on to Indianapolis the week after that. And then on to Cleveland, uh, February 20th, 21st, and 22nd. Please, 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 please do not forget to subscribe to our show, Marvel Movie News, on iTunes or on YouTube or through the Popcorn Talk Network. Uh, you can also find us on their website, popcorntalknetwork.com. I'm Matt Key. I'm Meredith Placco. I'm Alan Kistler. And uh, that was Adam Gertler that was Adam of the Gartler. DC Movie Show. Uh, the Jerk. And uh, that's our show. Thank you for joining us. Bye, guys. From producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, Christian Harloff, and the entire Popcorn Talk Network, we would like to thank you for tuning in. For questions or comments, be sure to visit PopcornTalk.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of the Popcorn Talk Network. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of its owners or principals.